1: And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It is Friday at Radio Row, which means it's a shout out friday 877-881-1053 if you want to get those shout outs in or if you want to participate in our discussion to kick off the show which one of the super bowl teams is most likely to build a dynasty from sunday on now the reason why i ask it like that is because otherwise it's just logically the chiefs because an AFC championship game in in 2018, win the Super Bowl next year, lose the Super Bowl next year, back in the AFC championship game. So I get, right. like, so I'm saying going forward from Sunday because the Chiefs have the best player, but I think a lot of people believe that the Eagles have the best roster. So a dynasty is
0: too strong of a word, but if you think of the Eagles, what they've done, they have two first-round picks coming up yeah. in this draft. So they're going to, now, they can trade up if they want, they can trade out, but right now if you just take, All right. You take this team. The quarterback is an improving quarterback. Their receivers are phenomenal. Their defense is solid. Their offensive line is good. And they're going to add what you'd consider two premium rookies to the team. I think the Eagles have a great chance to be back in this situation next year, especially how weak the NFC is in quarterback situation. But once they pay Jalen Hurts, he's going to get 200 plus million dollars. Once they do that. They're going to have to start letting go of average to good players. And so I don't see them being a dynasty, but I see them next year and possibly the year after having a run where maybe they make the Super Bowl two out of three years.
3: Kevin. The thing that, like, go look at what their offense looks like. I think they have two players they acquired from somebody else. And
0: you need to get on Zoom because it's just all eagles behind you right I'm, now. I'm every, trying. Every, I really Take am. your time, though, okay? Ryan is very – and Carter's okay with you taking your time here.
3: Every uh <laughs> Every other player on their team is dra- – or on their offense is drafted. This is what, like, the Joneses are constantly talking about, hey. But they're all on, like, lower deals. Yeah. And so that's where you're looking at that going, all, all their offensive Which line. The, the Eagles. Okay. The, their whole offensive line drafted. And they're all really good. Some of them are aging. Lane Johnson's old, but he's still great at what he's done, at what he does. I think they'll – can. Mike's right. They'll continue to draft. They thought this year we'll just see what Jalen Hurts can do. And – then we're going to use these picks if he's not any good for another quarterback. They thought they would do that. Then the dude turns out to have a fantastic season. So this is actually working better than they could have even imagined because they can keep using those draft picks to start filling up the roster for the future like Mike's talking about when they have to start paying some people. But I think, I think they're in a really great position to build that kind of dynasty for a while. And maybe Jalen Hurts for the longest time wasn't that guy. He goes to an offseason, trains with Tom Brady's uh, throwing throwing coach, his quarterback coach, gets some mechanics in, which, Mike, I mean, you know you can revert mechanics sometimes. Sometimes you slide back into your other stuff. But I think that maybe getting confidence and winning the way he is right now, I think he's just going to continue to get better. He's going to believe yeah. he's that kind of quarterback.
0: But I do believe the, the answer is the Chiefs, right, because Patrick Mahomes is going nowhere. Every time Patrick Mahomes is on your team, he, he went to the Super Bowl with a broken ankle yeah. and the fourth, fifth, and sixth wide receivers on his team, and one, two, and three weren't that great to start off. Mm-hmm. I mean, he loses
2: Kill, he And is, everybody thought they were done yeah. when that particular move happened.
0: Now, and I know um, Clyde Edwards-Solaire has not had a good career. He has been somewhat of a bust as a first-round pick. But... They were depending on that guy having a pretty good year this year, mm-hmm. and he didn't. And so he loses his number one running back. He loses his number one receiver. And then come playoff time, he gets hurt. He loses his three best wide receivers and is having to deal with guys that shouldn't be on the field in a championship game and still finds himself in the Super Bowl. So for the dynasty situation, Patrick Mahomes is going to be a dynasty type of situation.
2: To this might we're too early and I agree with you about that I I am curious do you think if they were to lose this one that they'll be like people some people will start to think they're like Always the team that'll be there. And it'll be really good, but they're probably not going to be winning a lot of Super like Bowls. Like that
3: Eagles team that Andy Reid coached, yeah. Back in the day. So, like, but they legitimized it by having the one, right? And that's the right thing.
0: I hear what you are saying, but they already got the one. So, as much as you want to, you want to crush, you know, the <laughs> Chiefs because you are a big Eagles guy. <laughs> not, I know when, when the Eagles get to the Super Bowl, you are a big Eagles I don't think that's what he's a- doing. Hell like. no! I don't want the you, Eagles
2: to win. <laughs> I definitely but like, do not. But, but
3: that makes a lot of sense. Where where I I see what. They already have the one. So they, it is. that's why you're always going to think they can win the next one because they've right. done it. Mahomes has proven it. But you might have a, an interesting point of, hey, they've been here a couple other times. Some, can something go wrong where they're just not lucky? They don't have their offensive tackles for the Super Bowl game, right. and that becomes a problem. And these little things, they're just unlucky in that situation. That That is definitely a possibility. So maybe, Kevin, to form that dynasty, they need to do it right now.
2: And that's the thing that kind of like – terrifies me about this is i'm fine if the chiefs make eight super bowls in a row because it makes no difference for us unless we actually make it the thing that's really terrifying and they to are me, our
0: dallas team
2: yes from the texans back in yeah, the day just, let's just root for them now
3: are you um are you concerned anymore about the division being a problem for mahomes because like we were kind of looking at this thing going, oh, wow, man, they, this whole division took a step up. But then this year, it well, wasn't quite what it was. I think Herbert's the biggest threat right now unless Sean Payton can magically get Russell Wilson back.
0: I, and I don't think Payton's going to be able to do that. I think they'll be better. No. But are uh,
2: face morning show producer.
0: I would say... Patrick Mahomes is going to have over the next 2 to 3 years a much tougher job getting to the Super Bowl cuz all the quarterbacks are in the AFC. Yeah. And that's the one thing about Dak Prescott is he's not a great quarterback. He's pretty good. But the great thing is is he's one of the three best, wherever you want to rank him. He's kind of one of the three best quarterbacks in the NFC. I don't know if he's one of the 10 best quarterbacks in football because like 7 out of the top 10 quarterbacks are easily in the AFC. So that's where Jalen Hurts gives you a little bit of a, a chance uh, to go back to back, because there's just he might be the best quarterback in the NFC for the next few years.
2: And again, next year he costs nothing to put it in perspective. Well, comparatively, next year the cap hit for Dak until they extend him or flip the switches or whatever is I think forty-two to forty-four million dollars less than Dak Prescott so remember we we have to go back years and it's a waste now because it never happened when we said go all in with Dak on the rookie deal is even if you don't think Jalen Hurts is better than Dak is theoretically you can afford to put 42 to 44 million dollars more of talent plus an additional first round pick of talent around that team Compared to what the Cowboys are sitting with, because so when CeeDee Lamb's like, "Hey, surround us with talent," I was like, no, "I hear you, dude," and I think we're all like supportive of that. It's just we're bad deal makers, and it's got us stuck. Yeah,
3: just wait till the draft, and we'll get we'll surround the talent then. I the with Jalen Hurts contract, do you think if he wins that he's sitting there going, "All right." i want to get paid early 100
2: percent.
0: well he's a second round pick so he only has one year left yeah yeah so yeah okay. he, he will this off season he is going to get his huge contract
2: he's got to be stoked now he wasn't a first round pick like usually you're like oh what a bummer but now you're like yeah, there's yes. no option yeah
0: so now i have a really serious question is in the building is former dallas cowboys.com writer david hellman he's over your shoulder Corey, and i'm just wondering Oh, we're going to talk about. We need to get him over We're going to talk about Corey here. Yeah. Because, and, and I want to ask you this too, is you're sure. wearing a very cool Star Wars t-shirt today. Thank you. Hellman has flipped his collar. Like he's wearing a denim <laughs> jacket with some fur on top. He's popped the collar. <laughs> I'm just wondering, he's like, what Hollywood. you guys would be if you guys started, you know, being a television superstar, how you guys
2: would start dressing here. I'm really sure he's going to be super excited <laughs> to go. He's about to just juke us out if you want come right, to come right here. Right there? He's going to okay. juke us out and be like, I heard what you were saying. I don't want to come over here. So as Mike set up in the A number one hot seat, it is television superstar yes. David Hellman. <laughs> Did you just flip your collar down because you heard what okay. Mike said?
4: Oh, no. I didn't even know. My, honestly, I'm dude, I'm the most oblivious person in the world. I didn't even know my collar. Oh, my collar. No, see, I'm I'm sorry. Was, I was
2: asking
0: Corey if he became a TV superstar, how different would Corey, would Corey start flipping oh, the my collar? God. No, oh,
4: no, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I I'd wear <laughs> sunglasses everywhere so not everybody would notice me. Y'all, I'm okay. I am on television. I am the least famous television person. Like if there was I'm and I've I've been at Radio Row here for an hour now. Like if there was a power ranking of famous people, I'm not even It like I'm, you know, I'm down here on the but you're the most
3: informed.
4: Well, I appreciate that. I like to think maybe that's true, but (laughs) that means he definitely thinks it's true. He just can't say that. I need to know
0: this, Hellman, because I lose my cool very easily. Okay, so if I was on your show, I watch your show quite a bit and see clips. Thank you. I would say he does. You are very calm. No matter what, let's say LaShawn McCoy throws at you, you are very <laughs> calm. I'm wondering what is happening inside of you emotionally. <laughs> are you are you Mike Bassick at all inside, but you just don't let it out? Where I let it out.
4: You know what's funny is, and I, I'm not, I'm not just saying this. Um, I mean, like, obviously, Shady and I get into it. Shady and I differ widely about several things mostly cowboy related us too um (laughs) but you know people are under the mistaken impression that like we're we don't get along or we're not friends like shady's great and so he drives me crazy on the show especially when we talk about the cowboys especially when we talk about Dak. and i if anything i'm usually sitting there just like i wish this was a podcast like i wish we didn't have to go to break i wish or you know like because it's a four-person show, and and everybody's got to have their time. Y'all understand yeah. that. And I'm like, I would love for you and me to just talk for the next next 15 minutes, but that's just not how TV works. But I'm never, like, I'm never genuinely mad at it. And, like, the minute the segment's over, it's always – it's all love. Like, Shady and I get along great. He's he's a fantastic teammate. Uh, but, yeah, when, when certain topics come up, I'm just like, why can't we do a podcast? I have so much now, more to say. Then he could say the f word. Too. Yeah, so, yeah, that would be great. I'm the representing you. Part. I didn't know you'd be here, the but kid. I, I got I Seattle
0: s- gear on. I see uh, your Griffin T-shirt. You. I don't know this about you though. Are you a basketball fan? Are you a Maverick fan? I was just wondering when y'all show came up and the Kyrie situation yeah. came up. I know they present you as here's our Dallas Cowboys insider, yeah. NFL guy. I just yeah. didn't know your
4: love or what what you have in the NBA. I mean, I like and. Love all sports. I will say so. I'm from New Orleans originally, yeah. And I was already—I was in high school when the Hornets got there before they became the Pelicans. I so I, I liked them. I thought it was cool when they did well, but I, I I wasn't born into it the way that a Mavs fan would be, probably. Um, so I feel like I came to the NBA late in life. I don't have like that that deep passion just of growing probably, up around probably it. Probably
0: good for a national show that you're just like, hey, I enjoy yeah, the NBA. That. And and I, and I even you know when I.
4: When I moved to Dallas, you know, I'm a Mariners fan. So I was like, okay, I will not be rooting for the Rangers. That's not happening. But I don't have any beef with the Mavericks or the Stars or anything yeah. like that. So I, over the years, I've come to – I enjoy the Mavs. I had so much fun during the playoff run last year. Uh, and that's, that's the fun thing, like being a Dallas transplant – you just you grab the Mavs hat, you grab the Stars hat when it's time, and I'm like, yeah, baby, let's do this playoff thing. So I'm very excited about the Kyrie trade. Uh, I can't wait to see how it goes. So
2: I bet people do know, but if they don't, you are a humongous LSU. That's, Fan,
4: see that's that's what I'm talking about. Is like that's what I was born into. So like, that's my light. That's my. You weren't
3: born into Smoothie King Arena, no. Yeah. Okay,
2: <laughs> <gotcha>. So <laughs> they flip flopped a couple times, but now it looks like we're full steam ahead with Texas and OU coming into the SEC the the a, a year earlier. What do you think now that it appears we're back to 24?
4: I mean, so I, I have two thoughts simultaneously. Like, I'm college football is. The best. It's everything to yeah. me. Like, it's, I'm a college football junkie. I love everything about it. You tried to fight people at the championship <laughs> game? I'm you know, very glad that there's not a lot of <laughs> footage of us. At the, uh, me, me and my friends at the Clemson LSU game are about as obnoxious as people can be. Uh, it, was, it was great. Uh, no, but I mean, so – my old man rant is that I'm I'm getting a little nervous about what college football is becoming, like the super leagues and and I know, like I mean, I, the old man yells at cloud right sure. I get it but like we put
2: it off ten years ago it looked like this was going to happen yeah, ten years sure. ago but
4: you know part of me is like and I'm like it's a different sport than the NFL it's not supposed to feel like the NFL yeah. I don't I don't particularly want this crazy big playoff the thing that always drew me to college football was that you mess up once and it can ruin your season. Your Saturday in October, yeah. I mean, if you don't don't bring it every week, it's it's over. And I I cherish that. I love it. I love the stakes of it. So I get a little bit nervous about that, uh, nervous about college football just kind of feeling like a mini NFL instead of its own thing. Right. Having said that, I mean, adding two of the biggest brands in college football to the best conference in college football is going to make for some – Freaking awesome games, and on top of that, I've been living in Texas for a decade, so now I know so many Longhorn and OU fans, and I can't wait. I mean, bring on the trash talk! Like I, I can't wait to see those games, LSU and Texas being sharing a field regularly, LSU OU being a regular game. On top of all the other SEC matchups, I mean, that does sound fun as hell. Uh, even if it is, um, it's a little weird to digest. It's just so and from what I grew up with, but at least the games will be good. Finally got the best Big 12 brands
3: to come over to the SEC.
4: (laughs) Hey, you know what?
2: (laughs) We can linger in
3: mediocrity in the
4: SEC
2: West. Let me alone. Hey,
4: I'll say that, look, and I am growing a healthier and healthier dislike for A&M by the year, (laughs) especially now that A&M officially has proven it can be a thorn in LSU's side on a pretty regular basis, which is starting to piss me off. Um,
3: Seventy-seven
4: overtime games, <laughs> but a And And M fits in the SEC. I will be nice enough to say yes. that, like they're 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 weird. <laughs> obsessed people. Uh, that's true. They're bonkers. Where well, that's fair. Um, they're good at baseball. They, they're great at yeah. baseball. Like the, the, cu- the it, it, It's a cultural fit. I like. I don't have a like Missouri. I'm like. What are we doing here? Why are you here? Go back. Go back where you came from. Uh, but A and M. I'm like. I don't like you. But I can at least accept that you belong here.
2: See, I think that's fair too. Because everyone who's like. You went to A&M, they're a cult. I was like, they're not, but I could totally yeah, see why I, you <laughs> took that away. I really can't.
4: I'm sorry. I've I've been there twice <laughs> now. It's a cult. It's I, a, look, a cult. I did I see someone get beat
2: down for walking on the grass. I'm resistant to saying it's a cult, yeah, but you I told me not
0: to I, walk I, on uh, rocks out there. I'm like, this isn't A and M. Well,
2: that was exactly. for your feet. I don't want you like break your ankle because <laughs> oh, we had a perfectly so smooth sidewalk, and he decided to walk through all of the rocks. <laughs> well, and
4: I, I hey, the, the shortest distance is a straight line, man. That's on. fact, right there. I, we went down. Uh, it's algebra. The game was in the game was in College Station over Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Uh, My girlfriend had never been to an SEC game, so I took her down because we had some time off because of the holiday. And, like, we were. I, we went to the. We went to the Dixie Chicken. Oh so yeah, that's of course. What you have to do. Of course. And like you know, they're they're doing like the hand signals and the motions in the bar. At I'm the like, restaurant. Yeah. I'm like guys. The it's game, everywhere. I'm like the ga- The game's not even till tomorrow. Can we? <laughs> what are we doing here? Why are you? They you, were practicing. You got choreography. This is. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all a little much. It's all a little much. And they that's their why.
2: Stream practice. That's wh- okay. But it's yell practice. I feel like you know that. I feel like you did that <laughs> Who just as trolling. That's that very well done. Corey irritates <laughs> me because he has it just in Enough knowledge on things that I care about to agitate me
4: <laughs> that is the mark of a good co-host, it, absolutely, think, yeah. it, it
2: absolutely it absolutely as well we appreciate you stopping by just, and I really I taking off your sunglasses and everything
4: I literally, I literally just went, my hey car.
3: come over here and he, and he was from across the room he was I like got, I got you
4: guys All I, I, right, look there. I got here an <laughs> hour ago and y'all's branding is like below you know so I was I'm looking for the pop-up banners and I didn't see it, and I was like, my guys from 105.3 went home already? What the hell? No, so we're here. So I was, hard. I was very happy when I saw y'all.
2: Sean and RJ tried to burn all of our bridges on the way out. <laughs> they wanted to chant McCarthy at Sean Payton because he wouldn't come on air. <laughs> and I was like, we still have to do a show he if s- you could not. He stiff-armed Bobby Belts. I heard. It was, heard, pretty, it was I mean, pretty
4: impressive. That all sounds like Sean and Bobby behavior, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. The main antagonists of 105.3. Very
2: true. We're the KNC Masterpiece. Thank you very much, Mr. Hellman. Wonderful
4: to see all of you. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up
2: next, what were your first impressions of Kyrie on the court with the Mavs, and how will it look with Luca? hopefully tonight? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. talk the Laker trade where Russell Westbrook being traded going to Utah's Irving launches a three-pointer It's good, Kyrie Irving from way downtown
2: KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Kyrie made his debut with the Mavs Wednesday night. We get to talk about it some, but then the Kevin Durant a uh, news happened Wednesday night as well, and we had now five Hall of Famers on the show yesterday, and we got really locked up. So, Did you hear, by the way, that Sean and RJ
3: said that the solos have said the Tony Dorsett and Earl Campbell is the MVP of the interviews this week. I did not hear that. It then. was awesome. That for is us.
2: fantastic. I really enjoyed it. And like I said, Earl Campbell got a sweet burn off on me. <laughs> that was nice. And so I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about your first impressions of Kyrie on the court, how it will look with Luka. I do believe. Maybe tonight or Saturday or it's possible they swap them out and play them together on Monday and y'all's thoughts about nothing else happening at the trade deadline. Not that the Mavericks didn't already make like a seismic move, but we have a lot of things I want to dive into with this.
0: So because I'm way too sarcastic and it's kind of my baseball humor, if you didn't play professional sports, sorry about it uh but i think people on twitter took me the wrong way i said i'm kind of happy christian wood didn't get traded I, I can't i'm i said i'm happy christian wood didn't get traded i hope he's a mav for years to come yeah and i think that a few people took me as i was being sarcastic that i don't like christian wood oh you do yeah. like i'm i'm a big christian wood fan i think he's a he can be a very valuable piece to the dallas mavericks now and in the future and I'm happy they didn't trade him for a guy. Look, from what we heard, if they traded Christian Wood, it was going to be for something that most everybody
2: thought. That's all you got for yeah. Christian Wood? Which is, which. do you think that's why, I, I don't know this to be the case, but my thought was maybe that's why they were trying to package him with Tim Hardaway Jr. to soften the blow of not right. getting much back?
0: Yeah, almost to be like, look, we're getting rid of this contract. But yeah. Let's be honest here. The KMC Masterpiece told Everybody that would listen to our show, do not sign Tim Hardaway Jr. back. Don't be fooled by this little playoff run that you took him to seven games. You're right. Why would you give a dude the same contract that everybody said is an albatross of a contract you're taking on? The Mavericks are like, nah, man, let's lock him in for the exact same contract nobody wanted. So I think when people were on social media that I was seeing yesterday going, dang, how come they didn't trade Tim Hardaway Jr.? That's because 29 other teams don't want him.
2: You'd have to give draft compensation, right. right?
0: You would have to give, I believe there was possibly 41 second round picks traded I, yesterday. I heard 38, but yeah, somewhere 38, in that range. Yeah. And so you have to probably give your first round pick in 2025 away just to get Tim Hardaway Jr. off of your team. And the Mavericks aren't willing to sacrifice that. And I'm happy with that. I'm hoping... Hardaway Jr. is hot at the right time, right? Yeah. He's cold more than he is hot, but hopefully he's hot at the right time at the end of the year and in the playoffs. But I'm okay they didn't trade anybody else. I'm not saying that, hey, I I know I wish they would have got one more really good player. Yeah. But it's okay. I'm okay with this team right now.
3: So, you know, one of the things, Mike, that you kind of been on for the last couple weeks has been – You know, if Hardaway Jr. was on this team in the playoffs last year, you think that there's a chance they would have lost. I
0: think they would have lost to Utah, and and I do know this. There there are discussions that the masses had the hypotheticals of maybe we got lucky. Hardaway wasn't on the team against Utah last year. And
3: and I guess like the my my feeling, my question here is: Will he fit into this year's playoff run if he's healthy? You know, and how how will that how will that be managed? Will he be a different player? Because Spencer Dinwiddie had a poor... Few games in, in a stretch of the playoffs. Remember, he we were like, "Where is this dude?" Yeah. And then out of nowhere, and I don't know exactly what the reason was, but out of nowhere, he turned it back on and he turned into a very viable player for you that helped you go. But he did turn
0: he, it back off again. Yeah,
3: but that's but that's <laughs> the the but, but with Hardaway, Thank you for game
0: six. Hey, where's game six again? And he's like, "Don't worry, when <laughs> another game six comes up, I'll be great." Again.
3: But Hardaway, like, he can be that void that he can be a, a hole when it comes to offense. It finally got to him. And I don't know if he's going to get quite the same looks and options and opportunities to be maybe a Dinwiddie-type player for this team.
0: Well, he's going to touch the basketball. And if he touches the basketball, he's shooting it 15 times. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. You had to know that was coming. Yeah, absolutely. When he touches the basketball, it's amazing because, look, I'm nothing like my father when it comes to on the mound. He was right-handed, threw hard, had somewhat control issues. I'm left-handed, don't throw hard, uh, can command the ball, but don't have the nasty stuff to really just rely on here it comes let it eat yeah and tim hardaway jr he shot the ball horrible i think he shot the ball with two two, sorry tim hardaway senior shot the ball with two hands knuckleballed the ball not a consistent jump shot unbelievable handles unbelievable vision yeah pretty good defender on the ball yeah and then his son can't dribble can't pass unbelievable looking shot like you couldn't ask for a a more beautiful looking shot In in the rotation on the ball and shooting with one hand, like they're the total opposite of each other and what they do on the basketball court. That being said getting away from them not doing anything else i don't think there was anything that really presented itself that was doable because they were looking philadelphia wanted a first round pick for a dude averaging two points and one rebound
4: let's go
3: like it, it's tidal ty- because the and Maver- we didn't have five seconds to give away the mavericks had nothing left <laughs> oh, man. right they had nothing <laughs> no, left to not. give they, that was more valuable than a first right they were like
0: if you we're going to take on javel mcgee you have to give us a first round pick and so the Mavericks, I think, smartly said no. So I think yeah. the Mavs were on the phone all day yesterday. There was just nothing that presented itself that made sense for them now. And I don't think they're a championship team right now. But I do think with what L.A. did yesterday, what, what L.A. did the day before, the, the, the Lakers, I think, are done with Kyrie Irving. And not like in a negative way. They just decided we're not going to take the risk of quitting this season and hoping – that Kyrie comes to the Lakers in the offseason. So I do think you are, for better or worse, I do think you're locked into Kyrie Irving getting a three- to four-year contract with the Dallas Mavericks in the offseason. Is,
3: is that a tradable contract? Once he gets to
0: 50000000 million, you're in big trouble. Ask ask the Lakers how tradable Russell Westbrook okay. was.
3: But, but Westbrook, not quite the same player? Nope.
0: No, but I think you run into issues where, if you think about it, Right now, teams were willing to trade for Kyrie on an expiring contract in the $35 range yeah. of what he's making. Now, you give, you have a lot of, if he has issues, right? With If there's another insurrection, yeah. and he's like, I'm not playing basketball anymore. Uh, if there's another COVID outbreak, and he's like, I'm not getting any shots. If there's another situation that upsets him, and he's like, I'm not playing anymore. And you're like, crap, we need you to play basketball. Yeah. And he goes, well, I don't feel like it. They're like all right hey 29 it, other he's teams, very untradeable at right i point. mean how many teams how many teams will give you something where like we're taking on 50 million on a multi-year contract and now he's possibly gone crazy on you because if he doesn't go
2: crazy on you you're not trying to trade him he's one of the best players in the league yeah now we were talking before the show about how let's just say the next three games are going to shake out because Luca got upgraded. A million dunks. Okay, that's what all it's going to be. I mean, with the way that they showed pace the other <laughs> night, I could see that is Luca got upgraded to questionable for tonight. So the thought is, will they make their debuts or their debut as a unit tonight, or will you say we play one tonight, we play another one tomorrow, and then you see them together for the first time in? the home game, on Monday. I just can't imagine Luca
0: coming off of his heel uh, injury that he would play back-to-back games in Sacramento. I I don't think
2: there's any chance that happens.
0: So the other thing, too, is you have to protect Kyrie Irving. He is a guy who does deal with injuries. Yeah. And so I don't know if you want to play Kyrie back-to-back games and then on Monday. I think that they want to. Mark Cuban, smartly, is like on Monday when the Mavericks play, I believe it's the Timberwolves. Luca and Kyrie are going to be in the lineup together at home. We're going to it's going to be a big party. Tickets have gone up over 200% yes, of what I they saw were selling. That. So I mean, the the Dallas media, the Dallas fans are ready for Kyrie versus Luca on Monday or Kyrie and Luca Monday night. So I think that we could see tonight possibly Luca take one more night off. If I was the Mavericks, I would give him one more night.
3: Because it's a real injury.
0: This is not a load management deal. This is a real injury. So, then he plays Saturday and Monday. And Kyrie, I would play Friday and not Saturday.
3: The... if he was to play tonight, though, are we watching that on the airplane? Like, do we have to We have to go sit by Mike's phone and watch this? As
2: Ooh, what time does that game start? That's a good question. I know. They're all good. Uh, it starts
3: 8 o'clock out here, 9 o'clock Texas time. Okay, so you could catch it once we're on the ground. When I get back to the car, I can
2: turn it on yeah, yeah, my so phone when we and land. drive home and watch it. Gotcha. Yeah, When
0: we land is about when the game starts. There
2: we go. I'm I'm excited to see how it all works, but I like the idea of one playing Friday and one playing Saturday because you play the same team back-to-back and you can switch up your looks against them. And that's a Kings team that, like, I, I know people aren't expecting them to be there at the end, but right now they've been pretty darn good this season. They are
0: a good team, but and, and maybe it's just because they've never been respected for two decades. I just think come playoff time, as great as De'Aaron Fox has played and Sabonis, I just think if they go up against – what the Clippers just did, what the Mavericks just did, what the Suns just did. I just think they're going to be in trouble in the playoffs. Not get swept, but yeah. I do think at the end of the day, I would be surprised if we get down to the four teams left yeah. in the uh, if conference. The, if and the, the Kings are one that, of them. If the Kings are one but of them. But
2: still, if you're a Kings fan, you got to be kind of hyped oh. about the progress you've made. For
3: 20 years, you haven't made the playoffs.
2: That's very true. What? Yeah, sorry, that just shook me. Oh yeah, 20
3: years of not making the NBA. Everybody
2: makes the NBA playoffs. Well, close
0: to the playoffs. (laughs) Close (laughs) to 20 years because, what, 03 was the last
2: year? That's still crazy. Yeah, so this might be the 19th year. We're the KNC Masterpiece, but still right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, the NFL honors giveth to the Cowboys and then taketh away. We'll do it next right
6: here on The Fan. (sighs)
2: KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan, where the NFL honors giveth and the NFL honors taketh away. I got my opportunity to jump on with the get right last night and rant about how Darren Woodson got jobbed. What do you want to talk about first in the NFL honors? Is it the first thing that you thought of, what I thought of, is... That Rondé Barber 100 percent knew that he had already gotten he into did, the Hall of Fame he? yesterday. He knew exactly what was about to happen. That's kind of what I think too. Yeah, no,
3: that he and you know what, well deserved for him. Congratulations, blah blah blah. He was listen. He was great. He was a great <laughs> guest. I really appreciate that for him. I'm just and I think I do wonder if Darren's in the same mindset as Rondé was saying he was where I just want to do it more for other people than I want to do it for myself. Like, I, yeah. like, other people seem to care a lot more. And I'm sure, like, Mike, how amazing of an honor would it be to get into, the, into the, your Hall of Fame in baseball? I think that like that would cap everything for you, but I guess maybe it's a different thing whenever you're having to play Could you this imagine game so much.
0: If I get the call next year, <laughs> Mike Bassett has made it to the Hall of Fame of Kevin. baseball.
2: Well, like mean, I mean, the,
0: the first ten game winner in the history of the Hall of Fame. I have
2: to admit, I would be fairly surprised. <laughs> I just, you know, I
0: would quit. Then, <laughs> I'd quit this job. I'd be like, you're, "There's no way <laughs> you guys are going to work with a Hall of Famer." The, you know, oh my God, that's so rude. What's interesting
3: <laughs> is how like the last what few they been like man uh, we don't even have really good hall of famers uh, let's just throw some guys in there but the but like even still you're right mike you would be unbearable to work with for uh, a while uh, <laughs> i'd pop
0: my collar like hellman <laughs> i wouldn't even do that he has an acid wash uh you know
2: uh, he does uh, you would do dark Jean denim? jacket yeah I'd, do, I'd go get the
0: real denim <laughs>
2: Because you've got that kind of money now, is yeah. that? Is in fact, that I'd saying? go get an
0: artist, and I'd have I'd have on the back of my denim jacket uh-huh. with my uh, collar popped, I would have a picture of me on the back. <laughs> you know, it's not, not just H O
3: F. It's not just a picture of you. It, you here's what I see, <laughs> so Kevin. You remember the pictures <laughs> so when we, like in the '90s of you had one here, but you had the like the watermark picture of somebody yeah. else there. It would be all of Mike and all of his jerseys, pitching in all of his jerseys. Yeah. It would be a collage, but his, of pictures. pictures.
2: It is going away present too would be that picture to us and he's like here's a copy that i knew you needed yes. i'd get
0: 10 different sports jackets not just one but 10 different for all my 10 wins <laughs> and i'd put number one on this one and i'd put number two on
2: the other one have anniversary celebrations yes. for each one i like it oh my gosh all right so what
3: do you want to talk about again with the, with the well there was the honors
2: there was some good news Dad got honored he did. Absolutely, he did. Walter MVP? Payton, Walter Payton oh. Man of the Year. He knew he was an MVP. He's, I a, don't know. he's
3: the best quarterback on the field, and he's yeah. the best man off of it. You know,
0: hey, Usually four or five games in the season, he's in that conversation.
2: Okay. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes <laughs> won the MVP. What? He got 48 of the 50 votes, with one going to Jalen Hurts and one going to Josh Allen. For first place, interestingly enough. that person enough,
0: didn't watch football this they, year.
2: They did not. <laughs>
0: they, they cast their vote before the season started. Yeah, and they're
2: <laughs> like, he's going to win. But Patrick Mahomes, he needed it. He also got a $1.25 million bonus for winning the MVP. That's so awesome. I'm sure he... Lee
3: Steinberg put that
2: in his contract. Fit, huh? Throw it on the pile. Yep. and But, I mean, still, $1.25 million is incredible. Second MVP, but... Are you? Would anybody ever guess that
0: Texas Tech would have created possibly the greatest quarterback in football history? No chance
2: in hell. Because
0: when you look at the others, Joe Montana, Notre Dame. I know Tom Brady was not considered great, but at least Michigan. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Michigan. You look if you if you eat one of those chips, I quit the segment. You can you can do do it, Corey. (laughs) You, You do.
2: He was staring him down the entire time about that. Is are you more excited about the combination of Demarcus Ware and Chuck Halley getting in or more disappointed that and Darren Zach Woodson Thomas. didn't get in? I I get it. I don't count Zach Thomas oh, as a cowboy. Wow. He played
3: for the Cowboys. Once bro. a Cowboy, always a
0: Cowboy.
2: What okay. was the last
3: team he played for, Kevin? Was, I have no clue. I
2: think it was the
3: Cowboys. Oh. It was the Cowboys. Okay. That's when he was like, I can't play anymore, I gotta retire. But like it was that's three Cowboys that made it.
0: Now, uh-huh. did all of them
3: deserve it more than Darren Woodson? Probably not.
0: Oh, dude. So in
2: August, we're going to have the triplets. Yeah, going in. Yep. They okay.
3: didn't play together, but they are.
2: Zach Thomas, Chuck Halley, and DeMarcus Ware are the triplets.
3: Yeah, which one's your favorite? Because I'm really I'm really happy for DeMarcus, DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus Ware. We all knew it. Like, we all knew that he That's was awesome. going to get
2: in. I think Chuck Halley's long overdue.
3: Yes. I,
0: I never thought Darren Woodson
2: was getting in. He's yeah. only going
0: to get in in the Chuck Howley situation. I think you're
2: probably right. And
0: so it'll be when we see that Darren Woodson is close to death, then he will get into the Hall of Fame. And I do think the happen. players really will vote sad. him in because uh, the, the players will look at his resume or the veterans committee will look at his resume and go, guys, he was an all decade guy and won three Super Bowls. And- I don't,
2: he was not.
3: That is, he missed the All-Decade yeah, Team. Yeah, that's because of freaking Ronnie Lott. That's why
0: he's not in now. At the end
2: of his career, Ronnie Lot gets the
0: in. Nub got in two decades. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm not kidding you. Like if you look at Ronde Barber's resume versus Aaron Woodson, it's really not. It's okay. about the same. Okay, except he has got the bullet point of All-Decade Team, uh, and that's what makes the difference.
0: All right, my next question, and I'm being serious here, but also having fun. Do you think Jerry Jones knows that Chuck Halley played
3: for the Dallas Cowboys? Yes, Mike. Yeah. What are you making that face for? People can see you on the Zoom, Kevin. Probably. They're... Hold on. Why do you think why would Jerry not know that? He knows the history of this team, man.
2: I does see... he I, knows the history I of I this seas. Just... Okay. That's a good point. You know, let me try this again. That's right. Does he know the current I totally know. (laughs) I totally think he knows Chuck Halley. I just don't think he appreciates it sometimes the right way. Like Chuck Halley, I'm pretty sure is still the only player in history to be Super Bowl MVP on the losing team. By the way, very well re- deserved. The Cowboys lost that game 16 to 13 to the Colts in Super Bowl Five. Chuck Halley had two interceptions and forced a fumble, so he can walk into the locker room and be like, "I don't know what to tell you." Yeah,
3: I tried. Yeah, it shouldn't have let him draw that play in the dirt, I guess,
2: right? <laughs> I don't know if that was the exact same era, but then I really impic- picture football fields as actual dirt. So I think and they no, could have just drawn it up right there. I
0: know he regrets this, and I know it's not Chuck Hallie, but no human being has ever thrown a football helmet further or higher in the history of football than when they lost that championship game, the Super Bowl than Bob Lilly. Oh, really? Yeah, go look. Just type in Bob Lilly Super Bowl. Was that five? Yes. Helmet throw. Oh, my God. At the end of the game, they lost. And I think it went 40 yards in the air (laughs) and 30 yards deep. And I'm like, I didn't know you could throw a helmet that far. Because
2: he's so freakishly strong. Now, luckily, they would win the next year. And I think... We already went over this. We were all pretty shocked that Demarcus Ware didn't make the Hall of Fame last yes, year. Yes, I couldn't right?
0: believe. I thought for sure he was yeah. first
3: ballot Hall of
0: Famer.
2: Yeah, he, I, I thought he was the same thing. But
0: he gets in the second May- year. It's really exciting. I, I'm I'm really happy for Cowboys. Those two guys, Cowboy fans, like. These two guys are very deserving. Yes, there's a third guy that's deserving. And, and maybe when the Veterans Committee, when he gets on that list, he'll he'll get in.
2: I'm, I'm hopeful that steam has started to build for him. You're probably right, Mike. I'm hoping steam has started to build for him because this was the first year he was a finalist. So I'm hoping that, like, the momentum is moving in the right way for him.
3: I, I wonder, too, Kevin, for, for DeMarcus where if he had stayed a cowboy and won a championship, would that have made him first ballot does that matter or is it like oh you know he was third or fourth on the sacks list in, and in
2: almost everything else i would say yes but historically that has not translated to cowboys in the hall of fame i think it's a great question but it just i don't know why but that hasn't been a big deal because otherwise you would think hey darren woodson was first team all nfl four straight times and won three super bowls oh well Sounds like he was pretty damn good, and he was like, the biggest thing for me with the Hall of Fame is, can you find a discernible period of time where this person was the best or one of the best at what they do? All right, well, I found you a six-year window where Darren Woodson made first-team All-NFL four times and won three Super Bowls. That seems... Like it fits the cri- criteria pretty darn well. By the way, uh, that Bob Lilly's helmet
3: was found on the moon. Uh, he, he actually did. <laughs> did you love it that all throw the way to the moon? Holy jeez, man! It is. It is. It
2: might still be traveling. It is pretty incredible. Now, were there any surprises for you guys in terms of the rest of the honors? So, Patrick Mahomes MVP, your boy, Corey, one Coach of the Year, Daves. I guess if you want Coach of the Year, I have to concede it. The, so. uh, one
3: of the Eagles hosts uh, from one of the Eagles stations uh, came over and was talking about that. And they were like, how did Nick Sirianni not get it with the record that he had and everything that he accomplished this year? And I'm looking at it going, man – you have it, all the pieces in place. It's a great team. Yeah, you like you coached a really good team, but I also think uh, a a kielbasa sausage could coach that team. You oh. know, like I think pretty much anybody could coach this team right now as as much talents on it. Dave's walked into a situation where that that team was terrible. All right. They, we thought they were may win four games this year. Sure.
2: And he coached them up to that. So he, I thought it was well-deserving. I, I think I would have gone Shanahan ahead of Sirianni as well. Yeah. He's like, hey, you have to have three different quarterbacks. And then eventually four. And you're like, yeah. well, I'll figure it out. On the fourth one. Until it, the last one. Failed. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get anywhere with the last I one. I
0: think Sirianni still, to this day, deserves more credit this year for coaching a whole season with Jaundice.
2: <laughs> I knew. I knew that was where we were actually going. Thank you. The, Offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson. Defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa. Interesting thing about that, Micah finishes second, but he does not get a first-place vote, and two people below him got a first-place vote. Mike was telling me about that. That's insane to me.
3: Nobody thought that Micah should get a first-place vote. Not a single other
2: person. And Josh
0: Allen got a first-place vote. So was Micah MVP?
3: Was Micah really even in the conversation? You know, like that's the question at this point. I mean,
2: I'll say he still finished... I say he finished second, so yes. But you know who really might he have was a, a firm beef? Second <laughs> is defensive rookie of the year was Sauce Gardner for the Jets. Offensive rookie of the year also with the Jets, Garrett Wilson. But tell me if you would be mad about this. Garrett Wilson won offensive rookie of the year. Do you know who had the most first place votes for offensive rookie of the year? Not Garrett Wilson. It was actually Kenneth Walker. Who had? Show me that one more time. I missed the. I missed the helmet throw. I think
0: it's great because they go to the scoreboard. Like he throws it over the scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> here, here it is. Is Mel Renfro's has his hands in the head. Sixty three. He's upset because they can't believe they've just lost the Super Bowl. And then here comes Bob Lilly,
2: left-handed. Whoa! <laughs> and then they show the scoreboard like he's throwing <laughs> it over the whole scoreboard. Is Kenneth Walker? That's an amazing video. Kenneth Walker. Got 19 first place votes, and Garrett Wilson got 18 first place votes. But they go down the line with second and third place votes and everything like that. And that is where Kenneth Walker, he's out. So congratulations, Kenneth Skywalker. Ken. That's not that's not the same. That's not the same guy. And then 88 dunk champ
0: or 89 dunk champ? Was it 89? 89 in Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 88 was Jordan versus Dominique, and then we had the one where we're like, man, this stinks.
2: Oh, no. Thanks a lot, Corey. And then the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, of course, went to Dak Prescott. And I think that that is I think that's really cool. I do. You do? Because it's, it's Dak or because he's oh, such yeah. a great I, leader? No, no. I mean, I think it's super cool because it's Dak. But I feel like that would be an honor that would mean a whole lot to me. It's like you are not just your team's representative for the entire NFL. You are the Walter Payton man of the year. Like I can't think of too many more people to like win an award named after them and for the reasons you get the award. I, I just think that's super cool. I know everyone's like, I want to win MVP in the Super Bowl. That's that's a pretty cool award, too. I really think it is.
3: Yeah. Not a single person will remember it in uh, 10 years No, you're right. Super Bowl. You're so right. he needs to win that. Otherwise, he'll be a great analyst on TV, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I
2: don't feel like the Hall of Fame committee says three-time Walter yeah, Payton Man of, need, of the Year. We you're need right. that Super
3: Bowl to no, come on. Be a great man and also win your Super Bowl. You're definitely right about it that. might stop because I was eating the chips.
2: You know that he did. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, former Jets GM turned ESPN NFL insider. It's Mike Tannenbaum next right here on The Fan.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today